That's for me the first step. Have cool swag for your employees and also for your your clients. You're a walking billboard. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast with David Louch and Jason Hunt. Our mission with this show is to discuss all things business, digital marketing, sales, and mindset. It's our hope to empower entrepreneurs to get the most from their efforts so that they can focus on what they do best. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the Merge Marketing Podcast. My name is David, co-host and producer, along with my partner, Jason Hunt. You're listening to episode 50. That's right, 50. We are two away from making this a weekly thing for a year, which is so exciting. Today's guest is none other than Andy Walmer. Andy has a very diverse cultural background. He speaks fluent German, English, and Spanish. And for this reason, he is well-versed in global markets and the special needs of different cultures. Every year he attends more than 25 expos around the world as a representative of multiple global brands as their traffic captain or in other words their brand ambassador. Andy has won several awards during his career including business person and CEO of the year, community figure of the year, and affiliate manager of the year. Without further ado the one the only the traffic captain Andy thank you and so much and welcome to our show today. Yeah, thank you. Make some noise for Merch Media. Here's the captain live from Germany. Yeah. <laughs> yes, awesome. So um, for, for the listeners today, um, if you haven't guessed it already, we're going to be focusing on um, how to be a brand ambassador today, which uh, obviously Andy is, and he is a very good one. So um, let's get started, Andy, with uh, the first question, and, and that is, I guess – would you consider yourself to be a brand ambassador? And and if so, when you think of the phrase brand ambassador or the role of a brand ambassador, what, what does that mean to you? What comes to mind? Well, you need to see the history. I started as an affiliate. Then I started as an affiliate manager for a bigger company, become CMO, later become CEO. And the point is every employee, everybody who works for a company is a brand ambassador. So, um, of course, my character is I always like to be on stage. I, I'm loud, you know, I do, I do promotion. I like to be with the microphone. So, of course, this was something that was matching exactly my character because some people in the company, they are more shy, so they do the back work. You have your developers. But like everybody, everybody who is uh, in uh, sales, he will be on a show, he will be on a convention, he have to do seminars, so he is a brand ambassador. And of course, I think uh, I make a quite good job in it because like you said before, I speak different languages and I'm not shy in front of the camera for the microphone and uh, also I have a lot of ideas to make the right mix between a sales proposal and, and branding, you know, because if you only say, I have the best product, I have the best product, I have the best product, then it's only advertising. But a brand ambassador goes the step farther. He wants to get that the brand is recognized only by the logo, by the voice, by the product. Mm -hmm. Is it? Would you say, Andy? Like, it's a. Does it have to be a specific personality that fits that role of a brand ambassador, or do you think anybody has that ability to be a brand ambassador? No, I think this is uh, some kind of character. I know so many people, they're nervous when they have to speak in front of five people. You know, you see this on meetings, you see this on the show floor. Um, you need to be a very open person 
and uh, you cannot be shy and also how to play you know sometimes i'm funny sometimes a little bit aggressive but never pass a, a certain line you know there's some people in in the world they're always passing lines and then when you're overdosed in your message then it becomes negative so i i had situation also <laughs> my past, especially when somebody make an interview at two or three o'clock in the morning so you need to watch your words but in general you need to be an open character and uh also, if you have a global business, he needs to like to travel. And that's the most important thing. I think, uh, you know, and we've been to uh, quite a bit of shows across the globe, uh, conferences across the globe, um, where, you know, yourself and myself, Andy, have, have gotten on stages at an e at events and, and, and got that microphone in our hands and, and started rapping or chanting our businesses, <laughs> this and that. And, and you're obviously really, really good at it. And you've got a lot of charisma and you're willing and courageous enough to put yourself out there on the line because, you know, when you get yourself out there and you're, and you're very outspoken, you know, it can rub people the wrong way at times. So, but, but, it's a matter of, of, of taking that risk. And I think that's key to a brand ambassador is, is the willingness to take those risks to put yourself out there on the line. And maybe you can touch on some of those ways as a brand, a brand ambassador. How do you engage people? What's a good way to build that engagement? Well, first thing, uh, I always like that the company make good closeness. As when you represent on a show or somewhere, for example, the swag you produce for your company. You need to start with your employees. For example, I always made that the people in the company can choose the clothes they feel comfortable in. Like some people want a t-shirt, some want a shirt, some want a hoodie, whatever. But they need to feel comfortable and pick their own clothes and then do your logo on it on your, or your brand. And uh, the next thing is your brand should be readable and on pictures because now in these times with instagram facebook and a lot of paparazzis if the photo, the logo or the brand cannot be readable on the clothes on a picture then it's the wrong brand because people cannot uh, see it right away on the picture but make your employees comfortable with their clothes the second is the swag you give away to your clients for example uh, a lot of people like sports so like you see now, I have a soccer t-shirt or a soccer shirt today. And if you go to Canada, you put some ice hockey stuff on. Uh, Russia also, ice hockey is fame. And America, you can do uh, football, American football stuff. And then, for example, in summer, you do, uh, do baseball caps. And then, for example, when it's winter time, uh, I have something here I can switch. So then <laughs> the winter time, I got the beanies. So, oh, it's fucking cold. So you got always your brand on it. You can read it in the camera. It's easy to go. So um, that's for me the first step. Have cool swag for your employees and also for your your clients. You're a walking billboard. <laughs> <laughs> Let the logo here. Get the logo there. <laughs> you know, man, it's it's one of these things because I, I, I mean, Andy, I share that same sort of, um, you know, I, I share that same sort of sentiment or appreciation um for branding and and ever since i was at a young age i always just would brand anything i'm doing you know i was i used to be into hip-hop quite a bit and i loved the aspect of marketing my music more than actually creating it because it's that marketing aspect and connecting it to an audience you know getting that control to get yourself in front of so many people at one time and i think you've done a really good job of doing that digitally um talk a little bit about those platforms you're on digitally and, and how you kind of grew that following 
Well, um, of course, uh, I'm like uh, 11 years on Facebook. And in the beginning, I used it, of course, like the most people for private stuff. Um, but then I saw that uh, more and more people from our industry are on Facebook. So you can add, you can join groups. And then tagging, for example, when you come back from the shows, I had mostly like 100 pictures from all the photographers and you're hacking with this guy and hacking with this guy. And then I put this picture on tagging the people. And now I, I reached several times the limit of 5,000 friends on Facebook. And of course I was deleting all this uh, fake bots or fake girls or whatever. But still now I, I reached 5,000 and, and, and this 5,000 people are real. So then I started a group to make it my own group and make it very easy. It's the captain's business lounge and it goes mostly about events so people can join but i don't do it public i don't want anybody coming in and there and spamming it full with their promotion and the other thing is instagram i started like seven years ago and uh instagram was for me in the mo first moment only showing the best pictures of my life but then of course you can also send out a message um and as my brand is the captain, and I really, the, the, the word captains come from because I love boats. I'm a scuba diver, I'm a snorkeler, swimmer, sailboat. So always when I put pictures, the captain on a boat, then it makes sense and it transforms my, my nickname, the traffic captain, without saying any word. Any on a boat, it's the captain. So yeah. it's, um, that is real branding when people don't need to think about it. It's, of course, uh, I cannot compare this to the big brands, but if you see, for example, uh, Adidas, uh, Adidas in the United States became popular through Run DMC because they put the three stripes on all their videos and they become popular. Everybody who see the logo of Nike, you know, directly know what is Nike and it's sports. And when you see Red Bull, Red Bull doing a fantastic, they do all the extreme things where you need to get the, the, the wings to fly, you know? So you see, you see Red Bull as a trend mark, a brand mark, and then you see all this extreme sports with, with having to do with flying mostly. So this is this is branding that people see you and the picture and don't need to think what's the company behind. They know uh, that's the captain. That's the captain. You know, that's, yeah. uh, that's some kind of the branding. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a that's an incredible branding tip there. You know, you you don't want people to have to think about your brand or who you are. You just want to instantly have them recognize who it is and, and what you do. And so we've talked a little bit so far about what brand ambassadors do and how to become a brand ambassador. And I think for the most part, people are we're pretty uh, familiar with what they do. You know, they're at shows, they're at events, they're talking to people, they're hyping people up. They're just getting exposure for whatever brand they're representing and communicating what they do. Um, I guess from a from a brand ambassador perspective, though, are there metrics in place to judge whether or not a brand ambassador is being effective? And if so, what sort of goals um, do brands place on these ambassadors to hit? Yeah. Yeah, that is a classical, when you talk to your CFO, <laughs> <laughs> he asks you, hey, Andy, you spent $25,000 on this party in Prague, and what is the return of investment? And of course... Uh, How do you answer that? <laughs> but this is a very difficult because it's not like a technical thing. Of course... On the social media, uh, you can, uh, for example, put some subcodes, parameters to see how many re people register on it. But for me, myself, 
if I put a link, for example, sign up at trafficpartner.com and then I put slash ref six 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 seven or whatever, it don't look legit for me because um, I trust myself that I'm effective. And of course, when I built up other brands like SGM, I started these companies from zero and I brought in thousands of affiliates. So I see that my way, how I do branding is effective, but I have not the really the number of it. For example, now sitting in this show here and spending my time, uh, I cannot say, okay, I, I charge $400 an hour. So you need to, you, this, this chat now needs to bring me $400 back. Um, but I believe in, in the power, if you do it constantly, it has an effect because that's how I'm successful. I'm in the industry since 21 years. I won more than 30 awards. I make millions in business with dating products, with mobile products. I have a camp studio. So all what I do is successful. And I don't care exactly the, the number, which of the medias was more successful. In, in total, the success needs to be there. That's the most important. But and you're right. Uh, if you have discussion internally, uh, especially in bigger companies, there's always a CFO watching about the money and he always do the same question. And uh, then I say only, hey, look how, how much money we made in the end of the year. Don't ask me for every single step I do, you know. Yeah. That's the key, right? It's 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 and it's whether it's you're you're promoting the the party of for twenty five thousand that you spent in Prague and you're promoting it online and you have all these photos and you're putting them in different places. It's increasing that ad frequency or that frequency that you're getting in front of that audience, whether it be affiliates or customers or leads. You know, it's increasing it across the board. And and I think you're absolutely right, Andy. It's 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 looking at that year end. And not looking at the direct ROI from something, right? And we have that discussion all the time. And that's always probably a debate that happens between the CFO and the CMO, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's also, for example, um, the first time when we came out with SGM hoodies, I wanted the highest quality and it should not print it. It should be sticked in and it should be very warm because a lot of my friends are from North of Europe or North of America. And... Uh, one hoodie was about 50 US uh, dollars to produce it, even that we make like 200. So it was like $10,000 uh, only in some hoodies, which I give away on a show. So, um, and it's seven or eight years ago we did this and still I see pictures how people show this was proud and brand out my logo for free. And they are also influencers. So it's the... Um, the six degrees of uh, separation. So if, if everybody of my friends get uh, something for me that he show his friends and this friends uh, show it the other friends. So I got a reach, which is uh, impossible to, to put in numbers, but I have the effect on the long term. And especially also with traffic partner, for example, we brought out also our own Zippos and I, because I'm a Zippo collector. So I wanted to have them uh, 3D graved in with the with a shark and it says always hungry of course if you make a single piece like this it's about 80 dollars <laughs> and we gave like hundreds hundreds of them away but also to already existing clients so branding have to do with getting new clients but your existing clients uh, they make you already the money and you show them and they 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 feel like uh, this is my brand you know getting proud to be a vip member when I do this party and on the TS, it's like 1,500 people on the show. 
my party is a VIP show. I have nothing to do officially with the show. To get a fucking ticket to come in, you really need uh, to be close to my company. So that, that this little things make you special and people talk about you. You know, if you see uh, before this party, my, my WhatsApp is exploding of people. Oh, Andy, please, I have another friend. Can I come in? I have two girls. Can I come in? You know, everybody is talking about my company. And if you have 1,000 professional clients talking about your company and then the business in the end comes out of it, even if only five or 10 new customers come to you, you make your money back. So it's a wise investment on the long term to always show your brand. And for example, in my, I have a video, 10 steps to be a good brand ambassador. And there's one that says also, if you see a stage, go on it. If show your brand worldwide, which for smaller business units, for example, if I would be from Toronto and my business is only in Toronto, so but there's different parts of the city. So go out there and there's local, lo you, everything you do global, you can also do local. Um, you only need to know where are the customers you want to find and then don't be shy to spend some money in marketing and do things that least forever. For example, uh, I see how many shows these guys giving away pants, you know, pants <laughs> and yeah, they, they throw them away the next day. But if you have, uh, if you have eight years later, people still wearing your hoodie, using your Sippo, uh, wearing your hat, your shirt, memories. Then, then you have you have a big impact for many years and that's that's how we do it with traffic partner always well i think it, like you said like that party that's memories i mean that's another way right those never go away those are those are those are yeah. timeless right yeah. um i think one thing one point you hit on there andy which i, I think is so important is and, and what you do with with say the parties is that level of exclusivity that you create that makes people feel special and, you know, makes people wonder if they're not invited. Wait a second. Why aren't I invited? How can I get invited? Oh, you're invited. Okay. It gives that certain level of clout to the people that are invited, which is, which is really cool. And, and I'm sure you're doing that uh, by design. Now, you know, my next question, Andy, out of all of the endeavors that you've done with branding, are there a couple that stand out from the rest that were the most effective and, uh, and and I'm sure you've learned a lot from mistakes that you've made as well, but maybe you can shed some light on some of the most successful um, initiatives that you took. Well, for example, the party in Prague is definitely something that is legendary. We do this <laughs> since eight, nine years. And like you say, people talk still. I Even people ask me now already, ah, you're doing the party in September. I, hey, come on. It's Corona times. It's January, September. But yeah. Um, the parties, and also, uh, you remember when you worked with Grand Slam, and um, I never forget that was uh, when we were with DMX and um, Be Real, uh, Cybercell, uh, Be Real in Vegas. And that was funny because in this time, for example, the Affiliate Summit guys and the Internex guys were not really a mixed crowd because they, they were more mainstream and they're more adult. So... And then everybody from, from the show, from the mainstreamers, from the affiliate summit, they heard something about a special party with DMX and Cyprus. And the years before, when I went through this mainstream hall of the uh, affiliate summit, people were looking like me, hey, who's this crazy guy in shorts and a cap? And he looks like a mix between a rapper and a rock and roller, whatever. <laughs> and then everybody comes, oh, Andy, um, I heard there's a party and do you have tickets? And of course we had tickets, but then I was also like picky, like, okay, what is your company? Give me your business cards. You do traffic and, and so on. And then I gave the cards. And on the party later, 
Uh, it was in the Winehead Club of the Hard Rock Hotel. We had about 1,000 people, and there were like at least 300 people from the mainstream area. And since this party, both industries mixed a lot of more up. And now when you go, for example, to the affiliate world in Bangkok or in Barcelona, you see the same people. So it was like a door opener to bring two worlds together because sports, musics, events, they bring people together wherever they come from, you know. And it's the same with politics. When you go on a concert for Metallica, nobody talks about the fucking politics. Everybody is, yeah, rock and roll, you know. And this is something that events always have. And, of course, this is some kind of marketing that only bigger companies, I think a small company cannot uh, hire DMX or something and make a party in his backyard. But it starts with, like, if you have a smaller business in your hometown, for example, make a barbecue and baseball game with the children, involve family, bring people together for any kind of reason that have nothing to do with the business, and then the business come laid out because brand ambassador meets also a social and uh, social networking. That's social networking for me. And if you have one point together that you like sports or music, then to talk about business, that comes automatically later. Everybody, after five minutes, everybody asks you, and what do you work? What you work? What you work? Yeah, okay. Ah, you have traffic. I have traffic. Ah, okay. So, yeah. And, of course, the classical way is to go to events and expos. Uh, traffic partner goes almost to all the shows. And, for example, like four years ago, I started to go to the shows in Kiev and in Moscow. And before I was very well known in Europe and also in the US and South America, but I was never so known in the former uh, Russian or former US, um, USDR countries. And so I went to Moscow and Kiev and I had speeches there and I made parties with this guy. And now everybody knows me. And only some months ago, I won best speaker from a conversion club, which is a East European uh, community. And I had in Moscow on the MAC conference, I had my biggest speech ever. It was like 1,500 people in the audience. And they had even a live uh, transmission or translator into Russian language. And, you know, going into new markets, you need, you need to show up with a nice uh, booth or stand on an expo um, because nobody sees you. If you go only as a visitor, you make your rounds and see always the same exhibitors. But you don't let people come to your booth. So when you go to a show... Also, book a booth and show up and have in, in Russia have two nice looking promotion girls is always good. <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Hey there, Jay here. Thank you so much for listening to the Merge Marketing Podcast. It would mean the world to David and myself if you could leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We are so invested in bringing you so much value that we would love to hear what you have to say. We'd love to hear if you have any suggestions for upcoming guests. Whatever it is, we're here to serve you. Okay, keep it rocking, be good, and keep listening. There's just so much packed into everything you just said there, and uh, there's a lot of good takeaways. And and one that I, I took away was a lot of people, when it comes to their marketing and advertising, will will make a mistake of, of thinking that they can put one ad up on all platforms and think that it's going to perform 
the same and that it's going to bring in the same amount of conversions. And that's just not true in advertising. And it's not true in branding either. The, the, the branding materials, the branding events that you do and put on for your existing customers have to be different than the ones that you do for potentially new customers. And that's what I heard you say. say. So that's awesome. That's, for example, uh, when you see the banners, let's say um, the new Affiliate Summit uh, is coming up. You see every single company, they're using the logo of the event. Perhaps they put some faces of the people they will send. They put perhaps, the uh, of course, they do the company name and perhaps the slogan. For example, for, uh, I did for years, I was like, okay, it's a show in Amsterdam. Then my graphic guy formed me into a Bob Marley smoking a joint and I left <laughs> in Amsterdam. So there's a show in Hong Kong. He showed me like Bruce Lee, uh, Bruce Lee, and it was uh, Vegas. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> you know, this is an eye catcher uh, to stand out of the mass, especially if everybody is going to the same event or the, to the same market. You need something that stand out and makes perhaps a little bit smile. You know, or if you have a short video. Um, you need to get people smile or they want to see what's happened in the end because they, but if you start, hello, here's Andy Vulma, I have the best dating products in the world, my CPR and CPL and my Roy, blah, 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 people already cut off. <laughs> hey guys, I'm here live right now in Curacao and see you next week in Amsterdam, oh, make some noise. Then people laugh or they feel interactive and it's not about your sales pitch. Sales pitch is always the wrong uh, thing if you start too early with your sales pitch. Hello, my name is Andy. It's like in the dating, hey, hello, my name is Andy and I have a 20 inch penis. Good, will not like it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so if you start, hey, my name is Andy, how are you doing? You know, soft, soft it up, you know, you need to soft it up and also in business. See, your, see the clients like a woman you want to conquer and uh, start it easy. Don't go directly with your message uh, into the door. Let's hit on this for a second, Andy, because I think it's an important point that we don't want to breeze over is knowing your audience, right? And the fact of, you know, standing out, but also knowing the audience that you're trying to get after. And I think a great example you just touched on was, you know, having that graphic design work done with you in Amsterdam with a joint in your mouth, right? So if people are going to a trade show in Amsterdam, it's known that a lot of people are going to be going to the coffee houses, right? So you're, it, it, it's, it's resonating with the actual audience that you're presenting your marketing to, right? Exactly. I, I would not do the same uh, on a Forbes, ma for, uh, Forbes magazine or on a, on a other channel, <laughs> you know, it's, it's something for this special event, and you know, your, like you say, you know, you know audience and it match, you know, it's uh, everybody knows when you go to Las Vegas, it's hangover. So if you use something from the movie hangover, everybody is smiling. Like I put myself with the tiger, uh, <laughs> then everybody yeah. goes, oh, I, I have pictures with Mike Tyson. And then, uh, yeah, don't, don't make troubles with my friend Tyson or stuff like this. This is what people understand the message. And it's only to get interest, you know. Uh, the point as a brand um, brand ambassador is to get people interested in your brand. It's not about selling. The selling is the next step. It's a brand ambassador. So I want that the people know my company. They, I want that they know me. And then the business comes from itself if your product is good. Because that's the worst thing. I, that's the reason I stay with Traffic Partner so much time. Because I always know my product is good. Because the worst thing is you're a good brand, brand ambassador. People like you, like everything, and then they test your product and say, ah, 
Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, you know. So uh, you can only be a good brand ambassador if you have a good crew who create a good product. That's uh, also a very important part. So well, thanks to all my guys in trafficpartner.com. You guys rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in terms of when you're a brand ambassador, okay, like your personality is very much, I'm Andy, this is who I am, and I could care less what you think, right? Or is there an element of you being a chameleon where you are trying to be that person to match and fit with those people you are talking to? It's, it's, a, it's a little bit different because in the beginning, of course, I'm now like I am because I'm successful, I have the experience, I have the network, and I have the freedom. Of course, when I started 20 years ago, I was not like that, you know? I was also a little bit quieter, and I was more easy to watch. I would never say stuff like I do now, perhaps. But the, the character was always there. I, I was one of the first Germans coming to the AVN show in 99, and I came out and had, I had a laptop and was showing my, my new products with a laptop. And everybody was like, oh, you have a laptop? Wow. <laughs> so, you know, and I was uh, 26 years old, and, and I was not afraid to flying over uh, to countries like uh, Germany. I was already in Colombia, Mexico. I learned the languages. My English still is not the best, but I always were talking and talking and talking, and people understand me, and that's the most important. If people understand your message and that you're real, then they like it and they trust you. And a lot of business that come up later were always, ah, you're the guy from Germany with this cool product, or you were the guy who started the, with the mobile stuff. You know, it's if you build up one's trust, then you also can live on it for a part. But you always need to be real, and your product has to be always good. So, and that's the that's the worst thing in life if uh, if you if you're a cool guy with a cheaty product. So, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. That's amazing. So my last question that I was going to ask, I think you pretty much just summed up. I was looking for um, some advice from you to those that are looking to become brand ambassadors, as well as the brand looking for a brand ambassador. So what should someone be doing to become one and what should brands be looking for? And I think you just summed it up. Be real and have a good product. But if there's anything else there, uh, please feel free to share. Well, the point is, check also what is your competition. Um, because if your competition have also his style, and never try to copy a successful competition. You need to find your own way, because the copy is only the copy. So uh, I had this sometimes that people try to copy me, and they directly fail, because then people say, oh, yeah, they do now exactly like the captain do. So. <laughs> For me, was I was lucky in my time, I found my own way, and there was not like the big example I could copy. But if you want to be a brand ambassador, be your own, follow your style. And if you're not the real one, um, then perhaps hire somebody. Because if, if you, for example, there's many founders of a company, they had a great idea, and perhaps they're a good technician, or perhaps they, they, they know their product, and they're good in something. But you need to have a team. So if you feel you're not the right one of a brand ambassador, find somebody else. And if you cannot hire them because your company is too small, then hire people that do this for you. For example, there's a lot of consulting, or like you do, the guys do, to help smaller companies to have a brand ambassador. But if you can, if a product owner cannot do it himself, you need to realize that he cannot do it by himself. Because there's nothing worse if you have, um, let's say, there's so many CTOs. Imagine a CTO 
uh, goes on the show and he say, yeah, when you do uh, A plus one and two and C and that, people don't want to see this. So you need to have a team. And if you're big enough, hire your own brand ambassador. If you're a smaller company, hire somebody to do the consulting for you. Awesome. That's amazing advice. Thank you, Andy. And uh, Jade, you got anything before we wrap up? Yeah, Andy, uh, always love talking to you, man. It's it's always a blast. <laughs> and, and you have so much charisma. And, and I mean, even seeing it as an outsider when we're at conferences and the way you interact with everybody, you're genuine, you're real, and 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 people love you for that. And that's why they gravitate to you. Um, and, and I think that is super cool. So, um, if, if people out there want to get in touch with you, what's the best way they can follow you or uh, touch base with you if they have any questions? Well, on, on Facebook, my name is Andy Vulmer, like it says here, then I have the captain's business lounge. Uh, it's also a Facebook group on Instagram. I'm Andy Vulmer. If you want to see my company, it's trafficpartner.com. Uh, I made a little uh, Corona project called Captain.TribbleX. There you find also some uh, private information. And check out my YouTube channel. It's the Traffic Captain. There you see videos from my parties, also for my adventures. I'm a scuba diver. You see my interviews also. So, um, yeah, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Andy Vollmer, the Traffic Captain. And that's where you find me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andy. And we just have one final fun question for you. Um, it's going to be kind of ironic seeing as you're a brand ambassador. And so if you could choose one person dead or alive to represent your brands, who would it be and why? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was always a big fan of you, Fevna. <laughs> hey, we haven't had that one yet, so we'll take it. That's awesome. Yeah, um, he, you know, he was, but I think also he was in the right time. Um, some things change over the time, uh, but you have now how he start Playboy, how he build it up, how he, you know, with 80 years and his best tube coming out with this girl presenting. Uh, yeah, I, I really like that style. And uh, yeah, that would be my choice. Awesome. Love it. Well, thank you again. And uh, we can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thank you, David, Jay. See you soon. See ya. And make some fucking noise. <laughs> awesome. Andy Wilmer. Love that guy. Love uh, the personality. Love the character. Andy is a great guy. And um, and that guy, I mean, first of all, he's got the dream job. Okay. <laughs> he has the dream job. Like who would not want to travel the world and promote uh, and be promote a brand that they love? Um, one of my big takeaways from that episode um, was the fact that it, it's so important that the pro the product. You don't want to be that brand ambassador out there <laughs> promoting a cheesy product, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important because you're going to come off as cheesy, right? So, um, but I, I I also find that if there is a strong product that doesn't have that brand ambassador support then you need to get it because yeah. if you can get that brand ambassador feeling passionate about the product and really want to go out there and put themselves out there to promote it, um, you're going to find a perfect match for that brand ambassador and you're going to probably see a lot of success. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. There were so many good takeaways from that uh, conversation we had, and that was probably one of my biggest ones as well. And, um, you know, I, I think one thing we need to figure out is what what we are going to do, because uh, I think we're lacking right now in the swag department. Mm. Um, so we should we should really get on that and figure that out. Hundo. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent, man, 100 percent. But uh, anyway, thank you very much, everybody, for watching. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast channel. You can find us everywhere. Spotify, 
uh, Google, Apple, Stitcher. Um, just go on there and make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. A lot of a lot of exciting guests coming up, and give us five stars. That would be amazing. All right, everybody, take care. We'll talk to you soon.